This is another episode of Vintage Burn. I'm Kev. Marco. We apologize in advance, Doug. Jason. So, for this episode, we're going to be reviewing Return of the Living Dead. And we have an expert in the field of this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Professor Jason Bodwin. (laughs) Professor Jay Bodwin. Who will be giving us all of the details on background images, uh, possible Nazi paraphernalia, (laughs) and so forth. So, coming to you, of course, undead and unfiltered as requested... We'll get into it. I'm going to start with a synopsis of Return to the Living Dead. Jason Bodwin does not condone Nazis. <laughs> when a bumbling pair of employees at a medical supply warehouse accidentally release a deadly gas into the air, the vapors cause the dead to reanimate as they go on a rampage through Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville. Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, yeah. Louisville, Kentucky. I, I fought Marco for years, but our... Seeking their favorite food. <laughs> That's how Colonel Brains. It. Brains. Louisville, Kentucky. Lewis. Sorry, sorry to correct you. When I went there, though, I did say Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, the word is correct, not correct. Correct. <laughs> when I went there, though, I got our, corrected about forty-two times. Our whole lives. Oh, did you really? Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, Louisville, like Louisville. Louisville slugger. Louisville just doesn't slugger, sound yeah. right. Yeah, Louisville yeah. slugger. Just sounds like you're drunk. But that's man. how they say it down there. So Louisville. that's all. Yeah, they're slugger and stuff. All right, let's just ball dive balls deep into this one, shall let's we? Just ball dive ball. Do it, just dude. ball dive ball. All right, so 1985's Return of the Living Dead, uh, kind of a fan favorite, cult classic, you name it. Um, this kind of a lot of nothing brand spanking new, except for a few small things, but a lot of uh, a lot of new concepts. Why are you guys smiling already? You're just getting ready to jump in. and Cause, no, cause you're doing so well, You're being man. loud, too. Yeah, oh, you're well, being loud. Lo- I don't know. You, you can actually hear your voice today. That's nice. <clears throat> what do you give him on the uh, the vintage burn scale? I give him a 4.7. 4.7 4. out, out of 5. Out of 5? Okay, out of 5 or 10, because I'm always... No, there's a the whole burn, thing. We were, we were going to do a burn scale. We were trying to figure out, like, do we recommend the movie? Do we do a scale? Whatever. So we did one... What is it? One or two episodes? One episode. We did one, episode. One, one episode. Lauren, yeah. Lauren's like, why don't you guys do a scale? It would be good. And then we, so we did it like the burn scale. We couldn't figure out fucking three out of five. Well, no. Five, I, five I'm a big one out of ten kind of guy. And these guys like the one out of five. I think you can zero... You can zone in one a little better ten. with the one, I mean, one out of ten. That's a big scale for that, a movie. Yeah, one out of ten. Six point five, you know? Versus like, oh, it's a three. It just doesn't... It seems like you can zone it in more. You're setting the bar real high for some of these movies. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. John, if John Carpenter could hear you now, he'd slap the shit out of you. John Carpenter? Yes. Because we covered a few of He's his like, movies. like, I only make Well, yeah, but those are the ones we all recommended. <laughs> on the burn scale? <laughs> on the burn scale. All right. The burn scale is dead. So on the IMDb scale, this got a 7.4, which we don't really go by the IMDb's. They're on tomatoes. It's kind of yeah, whether you love it, you hate it. But it just gives you um, kind of a, a good point, a uh, reference as where people in general kind of yeah. fall. So it starts off in July 3rd, 1984, 5.30 p.m. Summer day, EVT, yeah, much like this. Yeah, you need a medical supply, you need it, we got it. So it opens up with the scene where Frank is showing Freddie around the medical warehouse, showing him the ropes, quote unquote. And they're just kind of walking around, and he's showing them the split dogs, uh, showing them some cadavers in the uh, in the meat locker, as they call it. Uh, And then it kind of cuts over to Tina's. We're also introduced to Bert in this scene, also. 
Yes. The main boss. He leaves shortly after, but he's out getting ready for his barbecue. Good man, yes. So yeah, he, feel free to interject. And if don't, th- this is he means you interrupt. Can, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I've listened to the he show before, so I'm, I'm, re- I'm ready to interrupt good, Doug good. at any point. Please. Yeah, we need buzzers. At, just at any but, point. Yeah. At any point. Just, yeah. just talk right over. We try to mess no, Doug up and Doug see if he can figure years. out where he left off. Yeah. yeah and it's, well, he's spinning in already. This yeah. is great. <laughs> Doug, where were you? <laughs> so pans over to uh, Tina's... Freddie's girlfriend, Tina, and the kind of punk crew, and they decide to pick Freddie up from work because he knows where all the parties are. And, uh... No, he got a job. What a dick. Yeah, mm-hmm. what a dick. So, Freddie... <laughs> Alright, so, the beginning's a little bit choppy, but then it cuts back to Freddie um, and Frank at the warehouse. At the warehouse. And they're kind of just sitting there, just kind of trying to run out the clock. It's a long holiday weekend, and uh, Freddie asks Frank uh, what the weirdest thing he ever seen was. And uh, he gives him the whole story about kind of like the Night of Living Dead and yep, how, yep. how in 1969 in Pittsburgh at the VA hospital there was a chemical spill that leaked into the morgue and made all the bodies start jumping around. And the army had a big cover-up. They came out, took the bodies, put them in these, con- in these containers. But you know the transit- transportation companies, they fucked it up. And uh, by, somehow by mistake, by chance, they ended up in the medical warehouse basement for the last 14 or so years. <laughs> I, I gotta stop you. The, I, my, and, and maybe you, maybe I just missed this. Why didn't George A. Romero want to assist with this movie? He was... Uh, we should probably go back and point out that yeah. the... Uh, <clears throat> when, as he explains it, he, he explains it as, remember Night of the Living Dead, this movie? Oh yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah, yeah. And this, it, it actually happened, and that that's where the bodies came from. He says he's saying that, uh, you know... Are you talking about George A. Romero, like in real life? Like, in, why, yeah, in why real life. Why there? didn't he actually want to partake in this, making this movie? Because I mean, it's so just, him. This and, so, so John Russo and George A. Romero co-wrote *Night of the Living Dead*. Yeah. For whatever reason, there was some kind of beef, uh, and Russo kind of got the rights to the *Living Dead* thing. That's why everything from there on out was of the dead, yeah. *Day of the Dead*, *Dawn of the Dead*. No *Living Dead*. So he got the rights. He pretty much just wanted to stick to Romero just to get the *Living Dead* title. Um, yeah, they did reach out to George Romero. Uh, I don't know at one point during pre-production, post-production, or whatever, um, where they they asked him to produce the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, and he never got back to them. Hmm. Because I mean, David that came out the same year as this, right? Eighty-five. Yes, they were they're producing. They came out in the same year, and Russo's original script. He wrote a novel, and the novel was a direct sequel to Night of the Living Dead. But George Romero's already doing it, doing his sequel. So that's where the whole uh, legal battle came in. They came. They ended up deciding that Russo was able to use Living Dead, but Romero could continue making his sequels. Uh, when Dan O'Bannon came into the picture, that's how we ended up with the, the movie that uh, we got, because he didn't want to step on Romero's toes. And when they gave him the director's chair, it was originally they wanted Toby Hooper for this, mm-hmm. and he ended up leaving to do something else. And I believe it was something that O'Bannon also wrote. I I, I was just looking at that earlier. Yeah, um, allegedly the um. I got a radio somewhere. Thank you, Doctor Bodwin. <laughs> I'll, I'll find the second movie, but um, yeah. Well, so pretty much, this bears no resemblance to Russo's original script. Right. Russo's name is on it, and the title oh, is the same. I wonder yeah, if they did They didn't have. Yeah, it would, probably would have been, been darker. Dark. I think it, it was supposed to follow three girls in uh, this post-apocalyptic world, and it would have been a totally different story okay. than we got okay. the actual sequel that we got. Which wow. was Dawn? I mean, Dawn of the Dead. You you can't touch that movie. No, not one yeah. of my favorite movies of all time. It's fucking solid. Mm-hmm. And this movie was even coming out 
I mean, it was gonna, it was almost gonna retcon that movie if if they had done what Russo wanted to do. So by the time O'Bannon came in, he was like, "We're not doing that." And he rewrote it as this horror comedy. And thank God, because it's one of my favorite horror comedies ever. It's probably, I think it's one of the first ones. Maybe there was another one before that, but what, I don't know. Before Return of the Living Dead? Yeah. I don't, yeah, I think this is kind of, like, that's what I was saying before. There's a few things where it's kind of... I always kind of note it as, like, a first horror comedy, first fast zombies. Yep, first know? talking zombies. First, first fast zombies, zombies, yeah. They, sure they liked Flesh before, but this... And I don't know why, I, just, I, hate, I hated the fast zombies when it was... Uh, you know, like, like 20, 20 days, days later, later, but I had no problem with this movie. Being yeah, that's true. And they're looking, <laughs> which took it from this. Like, and they're running in 28 days later? That's ridiculous. What? Yeah, where do they get their shit what from? The... Dude, and they're smart. They're smart in these two, these zombies. They kind of... They can, plan. They can use... Yeah, they can they can plan out things like ambushes. They can use, like, basic skills and knowledge. It's, it's kind of creepy, yeah. you know? Yeah, at a certain point. They trick the, uh, the other cops and paramedics into thinking that they're still... You know, regular some of my, living people, and then they fucking jump them. Some of my favorite scenes. We'll, we'll get there. And that's only something that Romero's movies started to touch on, like, later on when he hit, like, Land of the Dead. And yeah. stuff like that. That Oh, look, they're, they're starting to learn. Cause that's well, one, that's not slightly smarter than Yeah, it started in Day of the Dead, right? Where they had the, the chain up. What's the name of that oh, song? Oh, yeah, Bob. That's Bob, right. Yeah, that's that right. Bob. That's where it started, yeah. yeah. When it's like, yeah, it, can, it, can he be changed? Yeah, he, and he started talking yeah. and stuff a little bit. Yeah. Like, here and there, he whatever. He knew I mean, even back to Night of the Living Dead, they used rudimentary tools and stuff mm. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which one is it where the guy picks up, like, the... Uh, is it the New Day, that uh, New Dawn of the Dead, or Land of the Dead? The one he picks up, like, a... He's like a zombie construction worker. He picks up this like jackhammer. jackhammer like he's like, I know what this is. Land of the Dead. That's Land of the Dead. Is that the one with John Leguizamo and Dead yeah. Reckoning and all that? Yeah, all right, we got off. Dennis Dennis Hopper. Yeah, Dennis talking. Hopper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> See, that's that's part of this this movie. Is you can't mention this movie without bringing up Romero. You can't do it. Yeah, no, I, I, and I had questioned that because I'm like, okay, I just wonder where this would hit if if it was a Romero movie, would it have been darker? Why didn't he get involved? I understand. I get the whole concept. Like they were referencing *Night of the Living Dead*, but I'm just trying to. I was thinking about that. I'm like, I just never thought of it. So I knew you probably have the answer. So. You mean like if if George had gone along with what Russo wanted to do? Or yeah, or if he why I it's I'm glad you said like he they had us falling out and everything because I just didn't know. I'm like, why wouldn't he want to put his stamp on this? I mean, he's just like he is the master, you know. Yeah, I mean, it was probably because he was doing *Day of the Dead* at the time, and so. he wa- really wanted to separate himself from. Yep. Whatever they were doing. Makes and sense. And O'Bannon did one of the same thing. Yep. Cool. Marco, I really like Doug's replacement. He's doing really well. <laughs> <laughs> First I get kicked off the axe throwing team. Now this. Ooh, yeah. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> All right. So Frank and Freddy go down to the basement to check out the corpses. <laughs> and I, might I add that I love the scene where, where Frank is just kind of telling this whole story. It's just he, I don't know. I love that scene. Just his voice. His, he gives it that creepy vibe. Yeah. He just does it very well in that scene. I know for a lot yeah, of the like rest the of the movie, he's screaming. And the, the pencils go all over the table. Dude, I jumped. Like that, It's not really a jumpy movie, but I fucking jumped um, when, I, when, when that happened last time I rewatched it. I know he kind of screams like a woman the rest of the movie, so this is why it's like this I is love, his time. I love the wailing. It's <laughs> so ridiculous. So Frank and Freddy go down. And because, you know, why the fuck not? Why wouldn't you want to go look at corpses of course. that they have in the basement? Uses an entire roll of uh, paper towels. I know, to clean with, the, with the old school windows. Clean the glass and off it, of the... It just happened to be sitting there, too. Like, I think this is all shit I always think of, like, dumb yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, there's a few things that just happen to be sitting there, like deodorant. <laughs> but we'll get to that later. I'm, I'm pretty but, sure yeah. the shampoo I used um, is what caused these guys and turned into zombies. 245 trioxin? Isn't that what we use, Kev? It was yeah, so... It was, it was like, ni- nioxin? Close enough, yeah. <laughs> it was sort of like a chemical you spray on marijuana. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't, they never explain it any further vague, than that. It's just like, all right, whatever. Marijuana. You're putting more shit in the weed. That's cool, I guess. Yeah, if it fucks you up more. <laughs> you know how it was back then. Really fucked up. So Freddy asks if these containers leak. And Frank says, no way. They were made by the Army Corps <laughs> of Engineers. Engineers. And gives the old slap on the side. And <laughs> the fucking side bursts open, releasing chemicals. So they both fall to the floor choking, breathing that shit in, going everywhere. And then you go into the best opening theme of all time. And that yep. brings us to the fucking the title <laughs> yeah. sequence with the melting face and that awesome fucking synth. Which is Tar- my Tarman. Yeah, favorite Tar- part of yes. the movie. Is the, the opening. The yeah. uh, synth. The synth. It, it, it's yeah. perfect. Uh, oh, actually, that part and the uh, the rain part, which we'll get to later. But those two parts are like the best. Because the they use that same kind of synth. Yeah, yeah, the music is on. It's great. Real in it. It's yeah. great. The keys, everything. The whole soundtrack to this movie is incredible. Yeah. I mean, Jay's a big punk yeah, guy, too. Damn, so. and TSOL. Yeah. The cramps. It's fucking solid. Cramps. So during this part, it shows the chemicals going up through the pipes, uh, going kind of outside, kind of going... Actually, no, it doesn't show going up. I'm lying. That's later on. It shows going up upstairs, and it goes into the the main room, into the uh, freezer. and Yeah, so, where the split dog is. And yeah, it's where all the split dogs. So, yeah. so then, then you know at this point that they're pretty much just fucked. They don't know it yeah. yet. They think it's just, oh, we'll cough it off, and we'll, we'll be good. But, uh, yeah, you know, they shit's going downhill fast. Um, all right. So that brings us to the douchey general guy. <laughs> it's a little quick scene, and actually wasn't in the original... Theatrical version. It was only added in the VHS. I don't know why. But it's the douchey general guy. He pretty much shows up to his house. You can tell he's just an asshole to his wife. You know, she's like, oh, I made your favorite. What would you make? Or no, she's like, I made your favorite. You know, lamb uh, chops. chops. Yeah. I had those for lunch. I had those for lunch. He's like, what an ass. (laughs) You just want to punch him like right then and there, you know? Yeah, they probably added it to set up the end. Because was was he a part of the end Mm -hmm. of the theatrical version? That's probably why they added it to kind of like... Adds like a they slight need, amount need, of depth need, yeah. to it. You they know? need the exposition. They need a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> just yeah, to tell the story. You know? and, and you think it was a foreshadow too, because he's such a prick at the beginning. When we get to the end, and they say, "Oh, they already have a plan in place," and when it cuts to the end, you already know he's such a douche in the beginning. There's no doubt that he's going to do something to make yeah. himself a douche in the end. There is a mm-hmm. bit of foreshadowing throughout the movie, and I think that's one of the things that kind of sets it up for that. Like, yeah. you know, he, he's just very. Militant, very. Black and white. I, I think either up. way, when they found those things, the plan was to to nuke the to town. To nuke it, it was. If, if the eggs weren't hatched. If the eggs hadn't hatched, yeah, eggs. exactly. So he, this scene pretty much just lets you know that these things are still out there and that they're still being looked for. Because on the side it says, "In case of emergency, call this number." You know, and it's this. No, that's the army. You don't that's want that goddamn army. army around this place. <laughs> yeah. So that brings us to. In my notes, it says the first time we meet Stooge, but they already... Sh- Stooge. Stooge. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's the last one, the Quigley movie. <laughs> Alright, so this is what I was going to say before. Stooge and Suicide, I believe, are very deep characters that they don't quite get into. They're like That was the whole thing with the idea. It's like, this this guy, he's putting on his front. Like, what's... Is this old man knocking him around? Like, what's the... So, uh... <laughs> yeah, like, he's punk rock, but he fucking hates all the other punk rockers and shit. Like, he's the Gigi Allen of this movie. Like, he's got this, like, young, douchey girl in a couple scenes, you know, and she's like, oh, look, I feel what she says. He's like, fuck off, ball buster. You know, he's, like, so just yeah. imitated by even, there's, like, this little... Everything. Like, yeah. Everything. Everything. Just, just hates everybody. I do everything for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and they only call him when he needs a ride someplace. Yep. Got any fucking gas? You, you want to buy some gas? <laughs> Idiot. Uh, so they're waiting to pick up Freddy, uh, cause he doesn't get out till 10, so Scuzz suggests that they go fool around in the Resurrection Cemetery, 
And uh, once again, they drive on over because why the fuck not? Why not go hang out yeah. in the cemetery for no reason? It's the yeah. only time you see Suicide smile, fucking ear to ear when he's driving mm. in the cemetery. <laughs> uh, Alright, um... Okay, yeah, so when they... We, we, we were talking about this earlier when we were watching it. The awkward scene when Trash kind of like scoots down the front of the car. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you, did you, have you noticed yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. She's kind of like with her legs wide open. She's kind of like squiggling down the front. And like, it's so awkward, but kind of sexy at the same time. I don't know how to feel. I don't know how. I can't to... picture her getting out of a car any other way. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. She pants off and then like opens the door. That's the yeah. only other way. Like a <laughs> Teen Wolf moment. <laughs> For tonight. Anyways. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's weird. I, I I know we had talked about that on the Night, Night of the Demons cast, how um, like Night of the Demons was kind of like this movie with like Evil Dead, and it was kind of like a love child a little bit, yeah. In, yeah. in essence. So if anybody, any of you guys who are listening today listen to the last podcast, we broke down the nipple scene, <laughs> right? So this is the same actress with the nipple scene in Night of the Demons. Yes. Just so you know. Just even hotter. Linnea Quigley. Linnea. I always say Lena or like, Waldem's ruined me. (laughs) Eight Alanas. That makes all of us uh, ruined by Waldem. Ruined by Waldem. Much beer. Yeah, well, he's ruined by Peavity. fuck you. Where are you from, you Peavity slut? (laughs) (laughs) That ain't the greatest place either, so. Cheers. uh, Just drink to that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a oh, bunch of Oh, Marco, what you drinking there? Is that water? I'm assholes. What it you is. drinking there? Is that water? <laughs> looks like you got two inch head on that water oh. you're drinking tonight. Some hydrating looking water. I'll put something in there. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, so that brings us. <laughs> <laughs> I got to keep us on track. For tonight, anyway. For tonight. I have to do it one more time. This is great. So at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, so this brings us back to um, Frank and Freddie. And they kind of wake up. They're coming to their. They're puking, they're not feeling so good. They're yeah, like, that's a scene where it sounds like if you're not watching, it's like gay porn. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of coughing yeah. and wailing and gagging. Oh. And there's no dumbbells here, there's just my balls. When Frank pukes, you, you can hear the liquid hit the ground. Oh, I know. That's, I think that's why... I'm not, I, when I first rewatched this... Um, like, wow, this movie's... Like, they covered all their bases with this one. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> a kid watching this thing. It was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> so they go upstairs and they hear weird barking. He's like, what's that? He's like, I think it's barking. And they kind of don't think anything of it. Sounds like a dog. It sounds like a dog. <laughs> and then they... <laughs> yeah, they walk over and they see, like, the split dog that he had showed him in the beginning. Fucking the thing is all slimy on one side and, like, the organ side and, like, the head's, like... So what else do you do? You beat it with the crutch. I mean, what else would you do? And it's cool, like, while he's beating it with the crutch, I think it's while he's beating you see the butterflies moving, too. Yeah. In the background. Very observant, Marco. Yeah. yeah. Butterflies is, right here. It's just margin. a simple effect. Yeah. yeah the, uh, that's all it is. Folded paper yeah. and a little bit of air. A little bit of air. A little bit of air. Even you can use some fishing wire. To... What's that now? Fishing wire. Fishing wire. Fishing wire. <laughs> for those of you listening, no, you can see a gesture see happening right now. We, we need to have like a video just for like these little clips. We should YouTube this shit. It would be even better. That's for future podcasts. That's like season two. Yeah, We're not maybe, there yet. yeah, maybe we could do some YouTube specials down the road. Yeah, just no, like we'll, do like occasional gotta, videos. We're gonna get yeah. there. I apologize cool. in advance. I'm sorry. I'm not better. There's a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if I'm telling video, you though, we got to get you the pig nose. Oh, do the pig nose. He's just got to do like every every video thing. He's got to have the pig nose on, like <laughs> the uh, the stooge. Oh my god, oh, yeah, that yeah, is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, bitch! Shut up, bitch! <laughs> oh, hang out with you wipes. <laughs> yeah, that's happening. Like every Halloween. <laughs> All right, so that brings us back. There'll be five of us that'll get that, and other people are like, mm, yeah, oh, what it is. like, are you a pig? Like, I don't get it. 
thought you were vegan. Why are you okay? I thought you were vegan. We'll make Kevin a big nipple and I'll be a, <laughs> I'll be a lipstick. Oh. oh. <laughs> I like where this is going. That sounds terrible. This <laughs> sounds like a bad porn already. I'd like to watch some porn. I would watch. Yeah, I would. I would watch the shit out of that. That is funny as hell. Like for about know, thirty seconds, seeing some yeah, guy run like down puke, the street, puke and come the same time. Come, yeah. Somebody, you see a nipple run by, and then you see a fucking <laughs> lipstick run by. And you're like, what the fuck? Where's the tit? <laughs> oh, we'll put. We'll add a little, little, a little boobage around it. Some boobage. Yeah, a little boobage. All right, I'm sorry, Doug. All right, so now we have the scene where Spider and Trash are kind of just hanging back on a gravestone. They're not... Are they drinking in the cemetery? I think they brought, like, one six-pack for, like, the ten of them. You know what? I never even really noticed that they were, it, they were yeah, drinking. It's weird. They just... have the boombox, and they're listening to the music, and they're all, you know, dancing around. Yeah, yeah. so I, 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 that's something I just thought of. Like, they're not really sitting there sipping. They're just kind of hanging out, just kind of killing time. Yeah, they're yeah. waiting for Freddy, man. And the, that's uh, what it is, yeah. They're waiting hammered while you're waiting for Freddy, and then you get... Hammered more when I mean, he can't even afford gas if he can afford beer. Well, there's a bunch of them. They could, That's true. They could, they could chip f- in. Could chip in for some fucking kink. I'm sure Trash could chip for boobies for money. That's true, too. Mm. I'm pretty sure she's streetwalker in her life. Mm. It's true. Um, no, so, so pretty sorry. much Trash is all hot and bothered talking about death and all the ways to die. Very, very slayer. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and she, she says the worst way to die would be to have a bunch of old men get around her, start biting her alive. And then they would tear her clothes off and eat her flesh. Hold on. So, speaking of that, on the way here, I was listening to Bloodbath's song, Eaten. Eaten. Uh, yeah. Eaten. My only desire. Do you remember when we went to see Paradise Lost? We were just chanting fucking Eaten yeah, the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, Dude, sorry, they canceled was, that show officially. It was hammered that night, by the mm-hmm. way. Um, they give me do some. Uh, so, the thing is, I wanted to know, I think there's a technical term for people who actually desire to be eaten. I'm pretty sure that song derives from that, but I'm pretty sure that that's also what they, she, like, she has that, whatever it's called, there's a certain, look that it's shit up, Mark. Yeah, it's, it's probably some, something German sounding. It sounds you know, something like... There's much... some type of, I don't know what it would be considered, but where somebody fantasizes about actually yeah, like, being like, like, like a fetish or a... Because she loves death and she <laughs> loves sex because she says it, right? She's like, do you like... She says, you like death and sex? Yeah. No. I do. Or is that... That's, um... What's his face? The nerdy punk kid with the So that's the nerdy punk kid? He's the one that says it? Oh, no. Yeah, you're right. You're right. She goes, I like death. It's sexy. Or yeah. Like that. Yeah. So that's what, like... And then she talks about, like, oh, you know, worst death, but she was, like, getting off as she was saying it. Like, yeah, being eaten by a bunch of old men. So it's I'm like, wondering it's like, a, like a, almost like a... I hate to say it, but like a rape fantasy. It's not almost. necrophobia, but it's something phobia. And There's actually some real-life cases, too, which I remember hearing people about. People want, like, desire to actually... That's why I'm pretty sure on that song drives me. So I'm driving here thinking about, I'm like, oh, fuck, the, the two just... Yeah, it just did, kind of... Didn't we... Wasn't that on the Metal Mysteries that we did with all, like, the ten weird shit? I don't. What, I thought there was one that there was a girl that like yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll I think you just made that up right now. Sound good. I think. It just Listen <laughs> to the other one and find out. Listen to Metal Mysteries like number three and find out. <laughs> All right, so that brings us to the uh, cute, sexy, flare, naked dance scene. Hold on, Doug. I'm sorry. He's gonna cut you off. It's called right now. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry. We I was get just to about it. to nut. It's a uh, Vorealphilia. Vorealphilia. Or Vorey of War. Vor. Vorophilia. 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 That's what it is, yeah. Desire is to be eaten, dude. Vorophilia. Oh my god, that is sick. And there's yeah. actual cases. Alright, next time. We'll... Jay, there's another band name for you if you want to get, you know, start a death metal band. Vorophilia. Vorophilia. Right. 
Desire yeah, to be eaten alive. Yeah, it says right here is a is a characterized by the erotic desire to be consumed by or sometimes to personally consume other person or creature. So I guess oh. it works both ways. Oh, yeah. God. To be eaten or so it's yeah that to be eaten or to eat. Yeah, that's more like, horrific than any movie we yeah, could yeah. cover. There are people that actually desire that. And if you're a listener, we appreciate you giving us a five star review. <laughs> Well, I got a good movie idea. We can uh, when we uh, get big actually, enough, we can make our first movie. Actually, if there if there's anybody out there that's into where are you going with this? Necrophobe, necrophilia, necrophilia, and um, vorophilia. Yeah, close we, enough. I mean, yeah, we'd love to have you on the podcast. You know, there's a two different things, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't care. One's banging the dead. One's I understand the dead. that. Okay. I understand that, but it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, yeah please. You. Email us at uh, vintageburnpodcast at gmail.com because we'd love to have you on the podcast. Yeah. This thing just took a turn. Man. Yeah, it just yeah. took a dark, dark turn. Dark. Well, like I, very... I'm going to bring my Hannibal Lecter mask and put it on him just in case. So. Mortuary, yeah, yeah. dead of night, my body starts to rise. <laughs> in my mind, the horror lives to feel death deep inside. Oh, we're getting Come on, su- Kevin. We're getting sued. Yeah, we are. That's <laughs> right. I sang it, so well, Kevin's Car- looking after me. Oh, yeah, because now that they're retiring, he's like, I detect that podcast. I heard the, yeah. somebody was singing my lyrics what I was satire, satire 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 yeah <laughs> that was in the tone of like another that was in the tone of another band true in the key mm-hmm. I can't believe of all times you cut me off right now but let's get back it's like into you, it the dad like dad just walked in and shut the TV <sighs> off like, yeah I told you not to watch this thank you listeners we're now 10 minutes into the story <laughs> of Return of the Living Dead <laughs> for 45 it's gonna go talk. quick so this the movie cr- doesn't have a lot of depth the clean <laughs> Can we talk about the clean bean now? Trash yeah, is clean it, bean. Soon, we can. So it says right here, clean bean for eight. No, clean bean only reason Kevin agreed. Yeah, okay. So this scene, I'm pretty sure is the only reason you agreed. You didn't even know it was Lena. Lena. I didn't know it was Linnea Quigley. I didn't. I might be pronouncing it wrong. No, you're probably right. I'm terrible. I've been. I called her Susan the whole fucking last shit up. She's still pretty. Are you sure it's, it's not? I'm, I it just didn't look like her. Oh no, it's definitely her. Just oh, it's her, the pronunciation. Yeah, but it's just totally didn't, you know what I mean? it didn't look like her thinking about her from Night of the Demon and then seeing her and it just, she looks completely well, different. But like, but like different. you could tell. She's gorgeous like, in Night of the Demons. But the thing well, is, well, she is, but she's she looks great in this. I mean, the pink hair too. I don't care. The she awkward, awesome the awkward like little one line thing she says. Yeah, the like, voice. Yeah. You could tell like like for and tonight. And the Tyson tattoo on the face just threw me off. And then when she's like. When she's like, uh, Very whatever, Bowie. she's like, Very do you ever Bowie. think about death or whatever? Yeah. Like, just the way she says it, it's the same yeah. exact tone as yeah. in Night of the yeah. Demons. I want to party. It's kind of like, do you have any, are there going to be cute boys? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of, in, uh, I know if you were to watch it again, knowing that now, you would be like, oh. We didn't talk about this. Maybe we did. I just didn't realize it. They redid Night of the Demons. Yes, they did. Linnea Quigley's in it. That's awesome, and it's also fucking Shannon Elizabeth and oh, that's and, right, and Edward Furlong is Edward in it. Furlong, did he, he play Stooge in that? Is it was it like a direct? I, I don't know. I, I only I want to watch it. It was it's four ninety nine. I watched it, it right and I was now. like, this I is fucking it. lame. Was it bad? <laughs> it, it was. It was. Uh, it was one of those ones where it's so bad it's good. It was. It was just like really low budget, but like digital. I don't know. It was weird. In that Edward Furlong, it was. In it. It was campy and fun though, <laughs> yeah, like in the same. It was in the same vein as Jay. You you listened to the Night of Demons podcast? Yes, he did. Do you agree with these gentlemen here that Stooge looks like a young Doug? <laughs> Don't make this podcast about you now, <laughs> Douglas. All right. I just want to make sure from a, a third uh, third a party young perspective. Doug, not now, obviously. I mean, look at you. You're like a like a beautiful Viking. 
you know? You. <laughs> I mean, All right, we're... But I mean, you know, if we go back during your, like... Uh, oh, no, there's some bad... Your pirate date, what was it? What team did you play on in baseball? The Red the Sox? Yeah, same thing. I was, was like, a, six. Yeah, that maybe, with the tail, the rat tail. Oh, yeah, yeah, and the lines. Definitely that, All right. but not now, don't worry. Just back, rat tails. I know. Bring the lines back. back to you. I hope those ever come back. So, the clean bean, the whole thing with the clean bean... Trash is um, sexy dance scene. She hops up on the gravestone. Boobs pop out, of course. And then she takes the bottom off. And allegedly, uh, producer Graham Henderson showed up on the set that day, kind of out of nowhere, and freaked out that there were pubes. You can't have pubes on TV. What if this is ever on TV? You can't have pubes. So what they do? They scene out anyway. It's it also the breasts. 80s, though, right? In the 80s, I'm <laughs> yeah, sure they would cut ladies, the scene out, yeah. ladies had also, at that point, that started to go away anyway. At the, in the 80s? In the 80s, yeah. That was still full. Oh. Don't you remember Wolf of Wall Street? And he's like, Dad, the ladies, they fucking they shave. It. It's oh, he's yeah. biting his knuckles and shit. <laughs> yeah, all I right, think, so. but I, I think that was, uh, you know, half and half still. Oh, all right. Like the yeah. 90s, I think, is more when it was like almost everybody was doing it at the yeah. time. Or no, that was the landing strip days. We got to get off this stuff. Yeah, we we, we yeah. got on these. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, she. So they, is anybody so else getting hide right now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There he came. Yeah. <laughs> Twice. So yeah, they, they they tell her that you you can't have pubes. So she goes and shaves them, and they're like, "That's even worse." No, it looks delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to lick them. So long story short, they end up giving her some kind of prosthetic vag that. Yeah. Kinda, so you can't see the details. Of so it, yeah. you can see it's almost like a like a Barbie. They called doll. it the Barbie cod piece. I think. The Barbie. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's ridiculous. But it's very yeah, but... convincing. I didn't know this until somewhat it's, recently. It's definitely hard to notice. It's uh, so, call it's so quick looking. they should have showed a regular vag and it would have been fine. And only perverts like us would have paused it and jerked yeah. off to it. <laughs> we got to call Lenny the third time up and find out what yeah. <laughs> Isn't she appearing at Salem or something? Is she alive? Yeah, she's alive. Lydia? Yeah, yeah. yeah she's doing like a special time. appearance at Salem. Oh, no shit. I wonder if yeah, she's I know Adrian Barbeau Bar- Bar- is. I know that. But. Oh, I'm down for that. Adrian Marbo, mm-hmm. um, fucking Elvira. I forget Just Elvira's tell the girl real name. Just tell her to call you belly, you bitch. <laughs> I do it. She's that's great. Creep show. You guys should do that one too. Yeah, that's one I think we want to do. Creep show. Eventually, yeah. 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 Count me in. I want to do Reanimator too. He's getting yeah. off talk. But anyway. Yeah, yeah no. Get him back All, right. Talk. Yeah. All right. So back, getting back to getting back to business here. So this is our first encounter. They kind of pan back to the warehouse. And this is our first encounter with the yellow zombie that was in the. Mm. Uh, the yellow yeah, cadaver. The cadaver. The cadaver. The cadaver. The guy in the foam suit. Yeah, I he feel like is fucking it, pissed. It flops back and forth. He's really pissed. He seems like he has special needs. In a movie and with he fast doesn't, and, and then he doesn't. Violent think. zombies. He's by far the most fast and violent, pissed off zombie in the whole movie. Yeah, but it's not. It reminds me of Vic Lavoie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jaundice. Yes, well, yeah, he's totally jaundice, and he's got some sort of strap on his on his feet that holds the suit in. Well, there was there was a whole thing. They actually had another guy that hacked all the special effects, and they kind of fucking cut some of it out, and then they kind of some of the scenes you can still see little things. Oh yeah, you can see how bad. There's one part when he's like flopping behind some of the the um, the racks. It's like you can see the bodysuit like bending. Yeah, bending like yeah, cringing up. Yeah, they tried kind of making it. It's like foam. I think it was the the first real terrible attempt. It got better as the movie went along but um that was really bad i love what because this is it's important to note that this is the them experimenting on how the fuck do we kill these things which is also what Great. sets this movie apart from other zombie yeah movies. yeah yeah, fucking and then in the, yeah they say in the movies it's for the brain or whatever yeah, yeah like how yeah, they come yeah. in that movie and it's like oh you have to kill the brain. brain you know so i hit the fucking brain yeah I, 
So he gets him with a pickaxe in the back of the head, and he's still fucking going. He's all ass and elbow yeah. still. Yeah, so they yeah. cut his head off with a fucking hacksaw. Oh, which is... <laughs> kind of, it's, you can t- if he were alive, it would be the most painful fucking death ever. Yeah, yeah, it would. And then... But this, then he... I love how he gets up, and it's like all three stooges, like fast motion, like the monsters and shit. It's fucking <laughs> awesome. I think Bert suggests acid. That'll pretty yeah. much... This whole movie could have ended right then and there if they just put him in a tub of acid and covered it and let it sit, fucking never opened acid. it. It would have been self-contained. Do the good old New Hampshire way. We get rid of people. We put them in a bag of lime. Just put it right down on the ground. With some lime. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Too bad they didn't go then. That could have been a whole other fucking route. Yeah. The New Hampshire version of Return of the Living Dead. We got green grass for a reason. So they, <laughs> so they go over to see Bert's friend, uh, the embalmer Ernie, who works Ernie. across the street at the. Uh, crematorium, and Burton Ernie is just hilarious alone. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, there's no there's. Yeah. No... Oh, Bannon said he had no idea. Yeah, it was just kind of a fluke. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Never yeah. Seen it was like, I guess it's been fucking years. Never, you never heard of Burton yeah. Ernie. Burton Ernie. Yeah. <laughs> so this is where the stuff gets interesting. This podcast is sponsored by the word allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> 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 We always have to have one of those. You're going to have to switch it up to supposedly, all right? Noted. Supposedly. But, dude, we were talking a little bit about, like, this part upcoming and uh, some of the imagery in it and stuff. You weren't here yet. This is going to get interesting in a second. I just want you to know that. Go ahead. Yes. If you want to hop into that now, there's one little scene in between that I can get back to. This is where it happens, so. It is, yeah. Yeah, but do do your scene first, then we'll get into it. All right. Set it up. Alright, so the three... <laughs> wow, I mean, this is going to be breathtaking. Frankie, Freddie, and Bert go to see Ernie to burn the Robert Whistles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they, they essentially tell Bert, uh, Ernie that they're rabid weasels and he doesn't want to taint the, his business's name if he got rabid weasels. And and it's actually kind of um, realistic because he's like, he's like, you know how that happens? And Bert, Ernie's like, no, no, I don't know how that happened. You know, it's kind of like a realistic answer. Most movies, they'd be like, Sure, I'll take your word for it, you know? So yeah, there's some resistance, and it's kind of like more, a little more lifelike if it were to actually happen. Yeah, and then that's when he's like, I don't want to burn them alive. Let's at least kill them first, yeah, and then burn yeah. them, you know? And he just wants to pull that. All misery. He yeah. pulls out that Walther. Yep. German, German, German uh, gun. Yep. Uh, so, <clears throat> when do we want to get into that? Yeah, is there an explanation from Dr. Well, there, well, we just met Ernie, so we might as well get into it. Ernie yeah. Conkton-Bruner, uh, right off the bat, his name. Uh, there was a German officer. I don't know if he was a general or whatnot, but his name was Ernst Carlton Brunner. So his name is taken from that, um, and it was kind of alluded to. It's very subtle the way they do it, but Albana does kind of out it in the commentary where he says that um, yeah, Ernie Carlton Brunner was a uh, escaped Nazi hiding out in America. Now uh, you see uh, you see a picture of Eva Braun in the background, a couple other uh, Nazi officers. He's listening to some German music. Um, he speaks German when it starts to rain after the, uh... He mentioned something about whatever he says in German, it's like, like it's falling like, like a German soldier. It's falling down like a German yeah, soldier. Yeah, and his gun's a German, yeah. a German Ruger, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a Walter. Wal- yeah. Oh, Walter. Yeah, okay, I said okay. Ruger earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable, man. That's and there was one they, other... They even had Don Calfa, the actor who plays him, dye his hair blonde. <laughs> I mean, the, the things are just adding up. And you mentioned earlier uh, the they want wants to burn him. Yeah. Crematorium, of course. Why wouldn't an escaped Nazi work in, in a, a fucking crematorium? Right. 
That is amazing. Those are like some of the Which, best when I... fucking Easter eggs. Honestly, yeah. in a movie, people are going to go, if they're listening, they're going to go, I got to go watch this movie again because dude, of that when shit, When I found dude. that, I almost ruined it so for me. Thank you. I love yeah. he's, one of my fa- he's my favorite character in the whole movie. And then towards the end, too. Because <laughs> he's I... just so blasé about like, let's just take him out and put him out of the mirror. Yeah, let me just shoot him on the fucking face yeah. right in the parking lot. Mm. <laughs> so at the end, too, I know we're jumping ahead, but there's a scene where essentially they trap a zombie and start to talk to it. And once he realizes that, like, he has empathy for these zombies, it's kind of like this also Probably taking take him back to, yeah, the, the camps yeah, so and stuff like that. So once, I want to examine it. I want to examine it, And it's like, yeah. is, that the, oh, okay. is that the first time you've said that? <laughs> he seemed that very natural. exact yeah. words? <laughs> I mean... So, yeah, th- there's a little bit of backstory with Ernie, more than anybody, except for suicide, we, but we don't, they don't really get yeah, into Yeah, in this. a movie with one-dimensional <laughs> characters, he's the only one with a little bit of, like... But which, it's funny, if... Unless you really pay attention or, like... Uh, like, I didn't notice I, in a lot of the stuff until I saw it, and then you kind of start seeing it, and you're like, holy shit. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, at the same time, uh, they're still kind of hanging out in the... <laughs> you can't see my Robert Halford dance moves, but... So, they're hanging out in the cemetery. <laughs> right three? No, I'm saying we're on page three. Oh, yeah, no, no. We're actually on page four. There's just one little thing. Ah. So, this is one of, like, probably the most quoted lines from a movie, at least in the Waltham crew. Jay, would you like to take this one? It's Dr. Jay Bowden. Wait, where were we again? Uh, they're in the cemetery. Uh, Trash just finished up her sexy dance, and now she's about to rub Suicide's junk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, man, what's wrong with you, man? I have a little respect for the dead. He's like, oh, you think th- what do you think this is? You think this is a fucking costume? This is a way of life. It's a way of, it's a way of life. <laughs> that, that was almost as good as the scene. It's true. And scene. And scene. So in my notes, I have deep, which is a very deep scene. But it just like you were saying before about um, about suicide being that one, that maybe the other character who has a little bit of depth to him. I think he Whereas, does. Whereas like he's got this like the hottest girl, buck ass naked, yeah, rubbing right, up right on here. him. He's like, get the fuck out! Of here. Trash rubbing junk. Yeah. He slaps her away. She's straight up. She's straight up rubbing his fucking cock. Right? Yeah, like mm-hmm. I, I probably would. I mean, in that scene, how, I I don't know how he held himself. There must have, when they hit cut, he must have been like, I can't do this. Yeah, yeah I need to. Right to the trailer. Right to the Where's trailer. the fluffer? Get the fluffer. <laughs> <'Cause>... <laughs> All right, so at the same time, Tina goes to pick Freddy up. And at the same time, also, Ernie over uh, at the mortuary agrees to burn the body parts. They, they pretty much have to spill the beans to Ernie. He's like, look, Ernie, we've known each other. They have to show him. Yeah, yeah they, they have to show him because he... You know, Ernie's, like we said, Ernie's like a rational guy and is questioning this stuff. This seems weird, like I'm on the line for it. Maybe because he is an escaped Nazi, you want to draw him any more attention. Right. So that kind of makes sense, too. So they kind of have to spill the beans to him. Uh, the, the leg grabs him. Uh, the arm reaches out and grabs yes. him by the leg and rips his pants and he cuts him with Whoa. the fucking scissors. I'm going deep All right, here. let's take care of your problem. We'll go down and fucking fire up that old crematorium. I'm going deep here, but do you think the whole premise around this is basically... Um, this is in some way like revenge on the crematorium. He's uh, a hidden Nazi. This is a re- this is revenge on this Nazi oh. who's hidden. The whole you mean like kind of like a like a karma thing. Yeah. Like this is all, all about bad Ernie. Karma. Oh, it's all about Ernie. Like, it's all about Ernie. These and other people are just even, bystanders. Even, and it's yeah. just told from their perspective. That's yep. an interesting take on it. Just thinking never, about it. It never occurred to me. Yeah, I'm glad I thought of that little tidbit. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking yeah, I'm, so, I'm, so so fucking for all the I'm so fucking sad. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, whew, yeah. So they start to burn the bodies. Uh, and this is the scene I was talking about earlier when 
you see the smoke kind of going up again. I think they play the synth music yeah, too. Of course, yeah. every time and there's smoke, and it starts pouring at the same time with it burning the body. Yeah, so the smoke's going up. Speaking the, of my skin burns, you then, like, it's sweaty in here. It rained. It rained like <laughs> today. We never got any here. This was perfect. Yeah, we got you like a little have, bit on the oh, like 12 seconds dude, it rained. It poured all day and it was perfect because Once I'm like... Once that rain hits the soil. Because every time I'm seeing the rain, I'm like hearing... So all that whatever chemicals and rainwater seep into the ground in the cemetery and you see like the very iconic like feet with the water dripping on. They showed a few times throughout the movie. And you can hear the moans of people waking up. And at this scene is kind of where you start to see Frank and Freddy... Starting to look a little bit sickly. Like you're like, sickly. you're like, okay, something, you know. And and Frank, you can tell he's just a genuinely good guy, you know, which is the worst part. You feel bad. Freddie's like a young kid. He's a good kid, but like you can tell Bird, like when he's talking to his wife on the phone, like, oh, keep the pot, pot, pot roast hot, <laughs> pot roast hot, pot roast hot, roast hot, mate, mate. the shrimp on the bar, take, mate. Take the lift up to my flat and have some fish and chips, mate. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> So, yeah, you can tell he's just a genuinely good guy. Uh, so, they're starting, you can, once again, they're starting to look very ill. So, they decide, Ernie decided to call the paramedics kind of against all, he's like, oh, I'll take you. And then they decide for whatever reason that I'm going to call the paramedics, which now they're just bringing adding fuel to the fire. They're just bringing yeah. fucking food. Brains. Brains. All right, so now it cuts over uh, to the tar man scene, the famous tar man scene, or one of the famous tar man scenes. So Tina goes inside the medical supply building and finds uh, the zombie from the con- container. Just pretty much being Tar Man, yelling for brains. And that's one of the first time... Got yeah, really nice teeth, by the well, way, they, Tar Man. Did. Perfectly white yeah, teeth, very perfect. large. Yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. m- like, everything else was melted, except he, for he, his beautiful white eyes. His, body, his eyes are perfectly intact. Perfect yeah. teeth they got from India. His body teeth, actually yeah. reminded me of like uh, Jason from like Jason Takes Manhattan a little bit. Even though Jason yeah. Takes Manhattan's a little yeah. after has like the vertebrae showing like yeah. the, the black yeah, shirt. Yeah, like perfectly. Yeah. Just the body part, obviously. But yeah, right, right. Right. that's all I could think of was like that wet look too. He always had that wet look. So but he's super slimy. comedic yeah. too. The thing about Tar Man is he's comedic. It's mm-hmm. not like uh, we're not scared of him. I mean, I mean, if you were a kid, you'd probably be like, like you want to boop him, he's adorable kind yeah, of. Yeah, but you want to boop like, but he's but, he, he, but it's hilarious. <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, more brain. He's like, he's very like cartoony. He's almost very, like very, very animated. He's very animated. No pun intended. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they go there. They go there to look for Freddy, but he's not there. He's over at the crematorium. So they all run through there. They go to the basement. They pull back this sheet, and there's Tarman. Brains! And he grabs yeah. fucking Suicide, and he bites him in the head. And this is pro- honestly probably what he was looking for the whole time, because he just hates life. Mm-hmm. This is like his, this is like, take me to my glory, Tarman. And his big teeth bit right into that head, yeah. too. Yeah, like yeah. a fucking apple, man. Yeah, it was like, like an apple. Even... Uh. Is anyone else upset that Suicide died so early? Well, yeah, that, and a I'm surprised bit. he didn't reanimate. You're right, because when they go back later, he didn't turn as as. Is it because so, there's he, something interesting many? to note is that if you bring none of on. none of the victims reanimate. The only one who reanimates is, is our, trash. Yeah, yeah, it's trash. And I think it might be the have something to do with the fact that she was fucking naked. naked. Yeah, in the and, I, and, and I and agree. It's when he, she probably said, "Fuck you, you kill me early, I'm gonna." Yeah. Uh, have a yeah. twenty-minute naked zombie so scene. So I'm where not she's gonna hobos. do this, or I need to still be in the movie because she somehow like, transforms. Her head becomes gigantic, and she looks like, like Dracula-like. And yeah, she like looks like Eddie Murphy in uh, that vampire movie he did. Vampire <laughs> Brooklyn. Yeah, Vampire, vampire Brooklyn. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wolf. Go ahead. I was just <laughs> crying over Suicide's death. Yeah. So, so these 
this is the first kind of instance where you realize that zombies are smart and they actually have function. They can they can use rudimentary tools and they can chains talk. and they can, they can talk. talk. So those are two big things right there. So Tarman kind of Tina locks herself in a closet, shuts him behind her, and Tarman somehow hooks up this winch with a chain and starts so trying to crank yeah. the thing. Yeah, it's like they're very driven. You they're know? driven. He has no vocal cords, but he can talk. Uh, <laughs> he he no longer has a brain, but somehow he can think to hook chains up to a fucking locker and mm-hmm. pull it apart. But you know, I mean, it's just a movie, right? I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You gotta suspend disbelief. A little you do have yeah, to suspend yeah. a little disbelief. I mean, I know we're gonna get to like when the resurrection in the graveyard scene, but that first skeleton when he pops up, he's a skeleton, but he has eyes. <laughs> yeah, there's a few. He's completely rotten away, but yeah, the eyes, but the eyes are yeah. still there. Like, but I'm sorry to jump the gun on that, but it's like just maybe just they're Terminator eyes. Try to back up your point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe it's they're just, Terminator eyes. Maybe, you know. maybe. Be, yeah. So speaking of zombie trash, <laughs> zombie trash. Um, so they kind of pan over to her. The group essentially splits up. Half to go try to go to the mortuary. The other half go to the. It's like a warehouse of some sort, isn't it? Yeah, it's the it's the the medical warehouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but somehow, for some reason, trash gets left behind, and she gets exactly what she wanted. She gets consumed by old creepy men eating her alive yep. in a puddle. Yep. But so, then when she resurrects, she she's looks in perfect condition. Perfect. Yeah. Body wise. Body yeah. wise. Body yeah. Looks yeah, exactly. Perfect. Yeah. Like no possible. bite marks, no nothing. 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 It's not Crazy. possible. Yeah, they fucked up. And right. uh, and that's where like you know like for me like uh, the movie kind of. I had yeah, to laugh. Yeah. I was like, oh, you fucked. But I think you it, it, fucked it, up. But, but are you again, complaining about a sexy zombie? What do you want no, to be able no, to no, speak no, into? Like, oh, I, I hate look, you know, I think you know the answer to that, Doug. <laughs> no, on. no, no. And, and, and I totally understand that it's like a horror comedy. It's meant to be that way. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like, this goes hand in hand with my take on Night of the Demons when we get to that part. And, uh, and I'll explain a little bit later, but I apologize. We keep cutting off Douglas. No, we're almost no. there, though. We're getting there. It's yeah, like we're, we're on four. So this is where it kind of... goes quick. Remember Night of the Demons where it got kind of choppy towards the end? It was like... Running here, board up here, yeah, running yeah. here, board up here. It was following like four different groups, five different groups. Whatever. Yes. Yeah. So this is kind of going to be a little little choppy, but it kind of hits all the, the major points. Uh, so actually, we're almost on five. So the paramedics show up, and it's that very iconic scene as well where they're sitting, Burton, not Bert, uh, Freddie and Frank are on the couch, and by now they look fucking dead. Yeah. yeah. The paramedics are taking their um, vitals, nothing. And stuff, yeah. You know, the paramedics go over and they're like, hey, they even, you know, think, they even think there's something wrong with the equipment. They switch. They, which is weird, because why wouldn't they just go, let me try it myself. Okay, it's working. You know what, though? They... Uh, um, some people in the medical field have told me that, that they would have done that if there was something wrong with the equipment. Really? They would switch, yeah. Yeah, but like, if they're both not working, they understand if one isn't, but... Even my, my wife, who's a nurse, would, would tell you, um, if you're getting a, a blood pressure from someone that's not normal or something like that, you know, a regular patient, something like that, they would go to the other arm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you you would get a different reading from the other arm. So all right, so that's kind of actually probably accurate. a medical thing. Okay, and a lot of the people, the medical, the paramedics were paramedics. The cops were cops. Mm-hmm. So huh. that you know that that makes sense. That was something yeah. that kind of like threw me off a little. I'm like, why wouldn't they just? But I don't know if it's like just for aesthetics. Yeah. <laughs> but if there's an actual purpose, so they essentially tell them. They're like, you have no pulse, you have no heartbeat. What do like, you mean no blood pressure, no pulse? Yeah, it's like... Yeah. Your temperature's like 70 degrees yeah. Yeah. or whatever. What's, what's that? Yeah, Room temperature. You're, you're dead? Yeah, he, he doesn't want to tell them they're dead and freak them out, but he's like, you're dead, but you're talking, so obviously yeah. you're not dead. So they, they know they're turning. Um, so they go out to kind of call for backup, and there's this great scene as well where the guy gets in to go radio, and it's raining, windshield wipers are on, and he goes to turn his light on. It's just a wall of like these just pale... Zombies, which is very eerie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then 
both paramedics promptly are eaten. And then there's a dwarf zombie? Yeah. Yeah, I did notice that one. Little person zombie. Uh, no, isn't the dwarf, I, I believe dwarf the, a good thing? Can't say a midget, is it? I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I think uh, I, I think it was supposed to be um, a zombie with no legs. legs cut off, yeah. Because I because be, it's actually, it's not a dwarf, it's a, um amputee. Oh, an yeah. amputee. Which, and okay, that's what I saw, too, because the legs even look shorter than, like, a so dwarf. So he's running. They, 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 do that, they do that in a couple of Romero movies, too, when you see people with, stump like, running? A, like, a stump or something like that. It's <laughs> that, amputees. That so stump people runner. Stump runner? Hey, oh, yeah, stump another stump band name. Write that down. Stump runner. Stump, stump runner. That's going to be the first EP for <laughs> Valagongo <laughs> Boy. Like Vorophilia or whatever. Vorophilia. That's another yeah, one. Vorophilia. That brings us to the album. That brings us to page five of No, but that could be, like, like one of those, like, brutal, like, diet fetus Stump runner by Vorophilia. <laughs> Alright, now we're on page five of six. You heard it on Vintage so Burn there. first. We're starting yeah. a band, motherfucker. Alright, you guys can't take wow. any of those names. That's it. <laughs> yep, copyrighted. Those are all taken. So now is when all hell kind of just breaks loose. Once again. Uh, they go around boarding up windows in the mortuary. It's just chaos. Uh, one of them. Oh, so this is the scene that Marco was actually shitting on earlier, but this is actually one of my favorite scenes. So it shows a zombie eating uh, a paramedic's brain when he hears the radio kind of chirp inside the ambulance. He kind of creeps up into the fucking ambulance and he's like, Send yeah. more paramedics. Come in, dispatch, send more paramedics. <laughs> and he looks like, does he look like Saw? I mean, uh, Jigsaw a little bit. A little bit, weird, yeah. Big white face. And but again, what they, I do, it, they do it later on with the cops, but yeah. the cop sounds just like Casey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> send more guys. Dude, we're making this kid's head swell so much because yeah. you've given <laughs> so many shout outs on this show. To, to uh, like, remind hey, kid, you, though, they're talking about me again on the air. You sound like the rotting long. zombie they catch later. You actually did a pretty good job on that. <laughs> the pain. That's what you just sounded like right there. The pain. Worst lip syncing ever yeah, in a yeah. fucking movie. <laughs> it couldn't be more off. Yeah, but again, that paramedic scene, that's when I really noticed that like they didn't put the makeup on the lower part of the face. Which oh, on, weird. on the paramedic. Right. Yeah, 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 on the paramedic. And that's 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 why I was like, wow, they, they could have well, at least put the Well, it was raining. Makeup. I don't know. I guess. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure there's... So, right now, there's lots of running around going on. You know, or it's, they break in the chapel, they break in here, and... So, essentially, Scuzz ends up screaming like a girl, like he does most... Not most of the movie, but kind of... Once they reach the mortuary. Uh, so, he gets bitten in the head. Same kind of fate as... Uh, suicide. As Suicide. And then... But they pull that zombie in on the way in. Yes. Yeah, so and they cut up, her in half. They pull her in. Yeah, they chop her. So it's just this, like, awkward torso of a zombie. And, like you were saying earlier... Um, Ernie wants to examine it. Ernie wants to, Ernie wants to examine it. So they... Do some experiments on it, just like at one of the, the camps he might have been a part of, because right. he's a hit, hidden Nazi. So they tie her down to a, a table in the, in the morgue, and he kind of starts talking to her. And just asking, like, why... Like, why do you eat brains? Why do you create brains? And she says, the brains help with the pain. I can feel myself rot. Oh. And she's got her little yeah. squiggly, like, um, spinal cord. Slap on the, the metal pu- The table, puppeteer yeah. and the, um, the effects guy were underneath, like, making it move. And they were even, they even had, like, a little injector thing, like, pumping out the... If you look at the why stump... Why was it clear, though? fluid coming out. I don't it, know you, why you they think made it clear. Fluid? It's clear, yeah. You think if she was dead spinal for that fluid, long? yeah. But for that long, there's no you think fucking be like, fluid. Yeah, it'd be ooey or... Non-existent, you're right. But I guess the people, um, the puppeteer, the main puppeteer was... Um, Jim he Henson? Some, uh, yeah. No, he worked for Jim Henson. It was Alan Carterman. Can you not read your own writing? Is that what it no, is? No, I just can't. T-R-A... Tautman. Tautman. Yes, what he said. Alan Tautman. 
but yeah, I guess he worked for like the Muppets, which is cool. Just yep. like now the Demons, cool how they had a lot of Jim Disney, Hansen, yeah. um, a lot of Disney uh, things. But uh, da, 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 da. yeah, so Scuzz is dead now. They, <laughs> sorry, I lost track. I have to pee. We didn't even have to cut you off. <laughs> I know. That's the fucked up part. All right, so now Naked Zombie Trash comes back to me. She returns, and I have a little smiley face in my notes. And she basically just runs around, kind of kills a hobo for fun. You know, zombie right, trash. because why not? And that's why it. Not? That's all you see of her. Like Until, like, there's a statuesque one later. No, later on when they breach the police barricade. She comes out of nowhere. She comes back and she, rip, she literally rips a guy's fucking yeah. head off. Oh, right? really? Yeah. Uh, you and know right, what? right muscle... when they rip his head off, you can hear the guy go, fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> we must have rewound that a hundred times, fucking cracking up. Oh, yeah, I must have missed that part, because I thought that was it. I thought she just kills that one dude, and then, like, it shows her later, like, almost, like, right before the, you know. Oh yeah, they show her looking up. Like, like a statue, zombies. like yeah. almost looks like a statue. Looking it, up. Is it even her? Is it a statue? I don't think so. I think it is. I think yeah, it's, it's like a prosthetic. It's like a pro- why? Why yeah. bother? You paid her all that money. Have yeah. her fucking standing on a bridge, nipples and everything. Yeah, but why pay her to come back for a reshoot? If it was oh, after done, right. It was probably been been like, just spray paint that mannequin. Put Who? a fucking pink wig on it. Who's the guy from uh, Ghostbusters that kind of looks like her with the red hair and like the white face? Egon? Oh, fucking Zool? Zool? No, is it Zool? <laughs> no, you're right. Zool, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the same the thing. Is everybody's, it, everybody wants to be fucking Ziggy Stardust or whatever. Yeah, uh, fucking <laughs> yeah she does so. have a Bowie thing going on with the, with totally. the same spider web. Totally, totally, yeah, yeah, same yeah, as Zool. Yeah. Same thing, yeah. Yeah, same as Zool. Zool's a ripoff of trash, just so you guys know. <laughs> there is only oh, look, Zool. We're almost there. We're almost there. I can see the fucking end. All right. Do you have to pee that bad? No. Do you no. need a pause? No, no, no. Okay. Let's just, let's just fucking need, do this. Doug, you need to do pee-pee? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back because I made a boom on the rug. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so Frank and Freddy are locked in the chapel because they're all afraid. You know, they talk to this half-torso thing. They know kind of what they're after and what they want. And they know that there's a chance that these two might turn because they're fucking dead, essentially. Yeah. Uh... Oh yeah, Freddy, Freddy turns also. Yeah. Yeah, so Fre- Freddy turns and goes... It's funny, Frankie <laughs> and Freddy kind of turn, both turn at the same time, but kind of go different ways. Freddy kind of wigs out and kind of comes like the abusive steroid, yeah. like, stricken Tina, boyfriend. Frank runs off in the melee in the chapel, and they're boarding up the chapel. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. And he, he does a smart thing. He goes down to the crematorium and, and decides to... Burns himself. Takes his kisses wedding. his ring. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that whole ending scene with him taking the wedding ring off and praying and jumping in the furnace. All James Karen. In the script, he was supposed to go out and turn and go out with the other zombies. But Jimmy Karen, a fucking veteran of Hollywood, did not want to fucking hang out in the L.A. rain all night. So he said, this is what we're doing. And O'Bannon went for it. Yeah. Wow. Which and I it's think... A, it's, it's way fucking better than, than him just being yeah, out being there with another... all the other zombies. Yeah. I, I think so too. I think that's that probably adds why he little... went for it. <laughs> I think he's the third deepest character. <laughs> We're finding really... out that they're actually deeper than. He's we got know. the best scream yeah. in the movie, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> oh. So Freddy gets acid thrown in his face, and now he's a blind zombie. <laughs> and he's just trying to go after Tina. Can't kill him, but you can blind him. You can't kill him, but you can blind him. So at this time, Bert and Spider, who were still alive, they haven't really been doing a whole hell of a lot besides freaking out. Uh, they they steal, not steal a cop car, but they hop in a cop car and try to make it for help. And they end up making it only over to the medical supply house. And... Oh, God. I thought there was more pages. Oh, my God. There's only a quarter of a page? I know. Or half. Maybe that's a half page. I don't know. So then there's the, the scene Jay was talking about with the zombie Somewhere that crawls up. Send more cops. 
cops. Yeah. Casey. And then all the cops, all the cops show up. There's like 20 of them in a line. There's like 20 of them in a line. And all of a sudden, there's even a zombie cop like directing them. So they think they're home safe, you know? And then all of a sudden, all the doors open and the fucking zombies just swarm in. So they're smart. And that's a very creepy scene, too, which that's kind of probably my... Yeah, you can see that wall, and then they rush, and... Like, the, just the they lighting, might be, too. They might be, to date, the smartest zombies in the whole Yeah, genre. that's what I mean, the and they're, but they're too vocal, too. They're like, ah! I mean, I get it. Now that we know we had that corpse... We had that corpse that was like, it stops the pain, you know, whatever. Yeah. So it makes sense. They're moaning, they're because they're, they, they just want brains to stop the pain. But I'm like... I just keep thinking, dude, none of you fucking people have vocal cords. <laughs> See, it's like... None of you have been dead for like a hundred years? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you? you're running. You're running without any mus- muscles attached to your fucking skeletal <laughs> system. All right, I know. I'm going too we, deep. I know. We could go, yeah. Maybe the fresh ones and stuff. I Maybe the see, fresh you ones. You know, but that's about well, it. Well, that's what, like, the original like, Night Quigley, Dead was. We should have had more... We should have had more lipstick nipples. Night Living Dead was only fresh zombies, right? They couldn't fresh, put something else bodies. in one of her nipples? Yeah. Been, yeah, there was very yeah, little, they could have little stuck gore something in it. I agree. Make some effects. There were a couple of little things that they did. Savini wasn't there. He was in Vietnam at the time. Yeah, he was taking... So they didn't was really start really? getting gory. Yeah, they didn't start getting gory until he came back. And, and c- Vietnam was a big part of why he was so yes. great at what he did. That I do he, know. He was a photographer. He was a photographer. And he, photographer took, and he and saw all and that he shit. saw that shit. So for him, it's also a way for him to get that out of his mind. Yeah. That's Which is amazing to think that... Most of this gore is still related to Vietnam and the fact that Savini like was like, yeah, I'm, this is how I'm going to get all of like my That's mental well. anguish out. I'm going to portray this in reality in movies and make people who would never have to go through this shit have to actually see it. Yeah. It's fucked up. I should grow my hair a little bit longer so I can look like Tom Savini again. He goes from Rasputin to Tom Savini yeah, like... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Back and forth. It's like two inches away. I don't know what you see. Either gonna be Rasputin or Tom Savini. He used to tell me I looked like Tom Savini back in the day. Back, when, like when, when my sh- hair was like in awkward mode. And when he shaves, it looks like a. Uh, back when they first started dating, it was like back in their early love years. You know. <laughs> when, when yeah, you know when you can't get enough of each other, you fuck like ten times a day. Mm. Yeah, something like that. You put on a movie. It's like four for us. We got tired. Come here, Rasputin. Yeah. Choke me. Choke me. We're, we're both over. Shoot me. Drop <laughs> me in a river. <laughs> <laughs> I find you finally caught on. We can play Russian Queen tonight, right, Margo? Choke me, shoot me, drown me in a river. Poison me. me. See, I would play Nightcrawlers. It's always sunny Philadelphia. But very sexual. This is is getting dark. We got like three little bullets left. uh, Happy Pride Month. We support all sexualities. All 100 genders. Yeah, all 100 (laughs) genders. And future genders. Boys, boys, do I have to flick the lights like in the Boy Scouts? <laughs> you can't see Doug's hand signals right now, but he's making them. All right, let's let's finish this bad boy off, and then we can shoot the shit. So, um, we're pretty much back at, they need to get into the basement to call the cops. Um, Who will save them, Doug? Who will save well, them? Well, that's the thing. The cops are there. They have it barricaded off. Uh, he tries to call the cops. They're no help because they keep getting fucking eaten. So yeah. they come up with a great nobody, idea. Nobody can tell us jack shit. Yeah, no one can tell us shit. I lost 12 good men. You know, and then he gets yeah. fucking his face eaten off. So they decide to call the number on the damn canister. The goddamn army. Jesus Christ. So it, go back, it goes back to the pork chop guy. Yep. So yep. So in the middle lamb of the night. Chop. Um, lamb chop, yeah. Lamb chop guy uh, gets... Colonel gets, Glover. <laughs> who already had it for lunch, apparently. So. We call him douche general. 
Mm-hmm. What a white person problem. Oh, lamb twice in a day. <laughs> Poor <Pussy. me. laughs> So, so the, it's the very kind of, it's creepy how calm he is, because he's been waiting for this moment for like 15 years. Did you say Tom Hanks? Huh? Did you say Tom Hanks? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Uh, <laughs> fucking, I quit. <laughs> Wilson! <laughs> So, so they, they, they bite the bullet, they fucking call the army, he puts the contingency plan into effect, and he essentially calls in a fucking nuclear weapon. Archimedes, rhubarb, hot dog, niner. They launch this fucking missile. remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope nobody's launching it. Like, don't repeat that in full. There's a no signal shit, maybe they right just now. tipped off something. They are listening right now. You guys hear that? There's like six people in the NSA listening to this right now, so... <laughs> yep. But I, and I love it... Yeah, I love at that point. I, I don't know. I forget the character's name, but he's like, "You guys, you hear that?" Oh, that's Bert. He's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. like oh, nobody can hear a fucking missile drop like that." He's like, "You guys hear that?" Wait. Yeah. yeah. So they eventually just nuke Which the fuck very, out of Which is very, very cartoonish. Well, the yeah, the yeah. way that that's done. Yeah, I, I'm, very cartoonish. I'm fairly certain it's the same company that did the nuclear blast in Terminator Two. It's coming. Did yeah. say Acme. On the side <laughs> <laughs> no, when they show like the whole the uh, the wide shot. With they just show like a rooftop and the city is totally nuked and then like the shingles fly off the roof. Mm-hmm. That the com- I'm pretty sure it's the company that did. Sure, the but it was blast but T two was like seven or eight years later. So they really so it looked a little it. bit yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, like and that one it kind of looked cheap. It just looked like a yeah. miniature like thing going on. Whatever, whatever. You're welcome, James Cameron. Yes, <laughs> there you go. They they cut their teeth and that's it. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, they the bomb just, goes off. After all that, they they nuke them the twenty square blocks. There's four thousand dead, General. Yes, General. No, the rain's taking care of the fires now, General. They wash away everything. They wash away yeah, everything. Everything should be fine in the morning. Of course, those those they s- acidic rains that are gonna make everybody come back and then they show the feet in the coffin again with the water dripping and down you can hear people moaning yeah so after all that they just kind of it's kind of one way to wrap it up you know in credits roll of a 45 grave Got mm-hmm. yeah th- in that explanation they're setting up a sequel where it's just like oh yeah the rain's gonna wash everything away like we just been through that we saw that what the rain did um, they made four fucking sequels and not a single mention of the fucking. There's no continuation of that movie at all. Now, Freddy Wait, was they the number made four? Yeah. No, no, it's five. There's totally. Well, four, four after. There's five total. There's five yeah. total. Which five goes total, into yeah. the 90s, right? It goes mm-hmm. into the goes 90s. Into the 2000s. Oh, it's awful. They made. Uh, part two was, uh, I think, only a few years later. Seven, and I it's the, it's the only one. Yeah. It bears it, no continuity, no nothing whatsoever. The only thing. It bears resemblance to is Jimmy Karen and Tom Matthews. That's the only two things is they're in it again and Fred playing in different too, characters. Right? They play grave robbers. Oh, oh, that's stupid. That's so fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird how they... And then you get into the work. 90s. And it's and them they... sick again. Oh, <laughs> you know what it is? Return of the Living Dead Part 3 where the girl, like, it's they're... A, yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, super 90s and... Yeah. It's, like, like that's a bad the 90s. version that's, of I think that's the 90s one and then they did two more... One was like Rave to the Grave or something like that. Oh. They were Peter Coyote was in one of them. They were fucking stupid. Yeah, and I thought Tom Matthews was Tommy Jarvis in uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. This is correct. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, you did? Did we... you catch that? The dude Jimmy, the dude that. Uh... No, I didn't catch. Yeah, that. same dude. Same dude. He's the main character in Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, there's like three yeah. people that also play in Friday the Thirteenth movies. Yeah, there's a couple of connections. And then John Philbin, who played kind of Chuck, the the um, new wave looking guy in this, he's in the greatest movie ever made, according to 
dog yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, Tombstone. He, he plays the, the oh, sexy cowboy. Awesome, oh, did I say sexy yeah, cowboy? Yeah, Tombstone comes which, up, I think, every podcast. Every podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. so far. The, the sexiest cowboy. It was like the so early, Sam, early Sam podcast. Elliot? It was like I didn't know that was Doug, All right, no, he's not a cowboy. Doug, if you want to cover, if you're going to, if you're going to turn this podcast, you're going to end up, you can cover Tombstone, but that means that we have to let Marco cover the equalizer. Equalizer. <laughs> I'm down for the equalizer, dude. All right. They just made another one. They did, yeah. I didn't like it as much, oh, but the first one is yeah, fantastic. I didn't see the second one. It's like this is this is this is what's happened uh, in many podcasts. Tombstone and the equalizer. Just yeah, comes and that means out. if you guys get to do that, we're gonna recover the guest. <laughs> you mean cover it You mean the lost that, that's episode? Our lost, lost, lost episode. Yeah, the lost episode. Have you seen that yet? Completely no, lost. Oh, what are you talking about? Dude, what are you talking it's about? fucking gr- it's it's a it's it's a new horror movie. It's newer. It's not that like yeah. brand new, but it's a newer horror movie that you would love, man. Have you ever seen the movie You're Next? Yes. So I fucking love this. Okay. It's about the family. Yes. 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 So if you like your next, it, he does the same movie, but picture the Terminator meets Halloween. Oh, that's awesome. That sounds like Halloween. And 3. he's great. He did a great job with your next. He went on to that. It's called the Guest. It's like one of those movies where people, I like, they see my shirt when I wear it, and they're like, "That's the best fucking horror movie." I'm like, "It's," and they do all these Easter eggs of the actual Halloween series. Halloween. They've got Halloween, Halloween two, Halloween three, all like all shit Easter eggs around that movie. And it was our first podcast, and somehow <laughs> we we hit end, and it just fucking shut down and never recorded. We were like, no! Oh, so it is like me. legitimately, me. legitimately lost. lost. Yeah, it's yeah. lost. It's not like it one of those things like, oh, like, that's like, yeah, I'm glad, you know what? It's, it's just lost. like 60 minutes of Honestly, blank tape. Like, I'm glad it was lost, because he told me not to watch the movie. We're just going to watch it and watch it, like, like kind of like Mystery Science Theater 3000 or whatever. Yeah. We're going to do one of those, like, joints, but then... You know, they both watched it, and I'm like sitting there. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. We, so we, I was confused the whole time. Anyway, so we I'm, also I'm lost our lost second it. one too, the original Halloween. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah we lost that first yeah, two podcast attempts. Yeah. So all right, before we cut this off and we got all sorts of beers flowing, um, Doctor, no, you're shut off right one now. One thing. One you're thing. on the podcast all the time, Douglas. I just want to talk about Scuzz for a second, even though he's kind of not really important in this movie. Do you remember the Willies? It was like came out in the '90s. It was kind of like a. Um, like a uh, anthology, it was like a little three-part movie. It was a movie, but it had three different stories. It escapes me. Shit. Yeah, it doesn't. There's a good meat and shirt in it too. But anyway, that was very iconic growing up too. And he the wrote that, is. produced it, and directed it. Is it good? Really? Which yeah. So is it good? When, when did it I come like out? it? Is it Willie good? No kidding. <laughs> is it Willie good? So he went from <laughs> he went from playing a, a bit part in Return of the Living Dead to writing, producing, and starring yeah. in his own movie. Five years later, that ain't too bad. Even if I've never heard of it. <laughs> Even if it sucks, it's great. Good for him. Even if it's dog shit, good for him. All right, continue. All right, we, we want to uh, we want to thank Doctor Jay Bodwin, <laughs> aka Wolf Cop, for being on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to know, though, honestly, dude, we want to know, like, talk to us quickly about who are some of your favorite. Uh, uh, well, I shouldn't say favorite artists, but who are some of your favorite directors, producers, and movies? Ooh. That have influenced you into the horror genre. Um, my favorite movie of all time, horror, non-horror, whatever, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, it's just such a solid movie. Yep. All the way through, I, I mean, I've I've watched that movie more times than any other movie in the history of filmmaking, and I've even watched that movie with commentary more than once. Me and fucking that kid, 
who we keep shouting out to. I'm not gonna yeah, say his name. Say his name. <laughs> <laughs> fuck don't, him. don't rub his ego. Rub his swelled head. Don't we used to watch C. that and just crack up because the C, there's a scene in there where he's Franklin, the guy in the wheelchair, is eating yep. sausage. Yeah, and it looks like a dick. <laughs> they, they pretty so much like come. They pretty much come right out and say they, in a roundabout way. Yeah. That uh, yeah, it's a cock. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like one of the funniest. Well, if things you in think the world, about right? it, it's weird, but like the the whole concept of penetration and shit, like that's why an, an alien. I'm getting to a point. Don't worry. I'm going to talk about penetration, but I'm getting to it. In alien. They thought, they said, how can we make Alien as uncomfortable as possible? The thought of something entering your mouth without your, um... Consent? Consent is fucking unsettling. Yeah. And it's perfect because it's sexual and it's a penis. Like, you can think about it, it's, it's like so a penis phallic, entering. Dude. Dude, it's so phallic, It's ridiculous. So that makes, it's all phallic. Horror can be phallic and it's perfect. It's all imagery, it's all phallic. As far as uh, filmmakers go, though, George Romero is the fucking man. He was yeah, he was, he was awesome. Everything he's done, I, I enjoy. The only couple of things that aren't like my favorite things would be the last couple of dead movies he did. Yeah, Diary of the Dead, and dead, what was the like, other one? Survival of the Dead? Yeah. Survival of the Dead was good because it was, it was kind of like a horror comedy. Almost like maybe he regretted or embraced Return of the Living Dead either way. And was like, yeah, I, I can, I can go that humor. Yeah, so it was always point, like a, a like was, an undercurrent of humor. He was and starting all that. to get to the point where he's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, just... But like Creep Show was such a fucking awesome great, movie, great. dude. That and, was so good. I mean, The Dark Half is one of my favorite movies. The what I think it's their best collaboration. I love Creep Show. One of the you know, it's, Creep it's such Show's a good amazing. Play. What do you think about Creep Show being recreated? It's coming in a shutter. I did hear about that. And you got to do it, I, because I, I have a shutter account. Um, we're hoping. Shutter is gonna eventually, you know, uh, sponsor the podcast. Speaking of which, where uh, are fucking but, candles? Yeah. What do you mean? I thought we had candles coming. Yeah, we're still waiting for. Well, in that case, I, I enjoy everything that Shutter's doing right now. And <laughs> yeah. I think that this show, regardless of whether Stephen King or George, obviously George Romero's mm-hmm. not involved, uh, whether they're involved no, or not, being, it's gonna be. But false. it's being redone by somebody. I I, I, I got to look it up. But it's uh, right. it's gonna be a Shutter show, and it's gonna be picked up by somebody who's who basically like up and coming that's been doing some as long awesome as it's shit. someone who's a fan of it and yeah, you know, get, and gets it's not it. gonna be Jordan Peele sorry Jordan oh, Peele shit sucks I, um, I actually don't mind Jordan Peele I thought Get Out uh, was pretty good mixed reviews I'm okay with that uh, opinion people I haven't seen it not gonna lie <laughs> but it's pretty mixed, arou- mixed reviews. rousing review I didn't mind it I didn't mind it um, I, I liked how subtle it was it wasn't oh, like an overt horror movie that's what people complained about I thought yeah um but, but it's going to be, it. yeah. It, it, it felt a lot like Night of the Living Dead to me. It just had that feel. And it wasn't anything like context or anything like that or anything that was in the movie. It just, I don't know. Something that's about good. it. That's just good. Had, no, that's good. Had a vibe to it. Okay. Respect. Respect. Yeah. That one. All right. Well, on that note, again, please follow us on. I recommend it, by the way. Oh yeah, he recommends. Usually recommend movies. Yeah, what are we scale? No, no burn scales tonight. Do we recommend burn. Return of the Living Dead? Yeah, I do. Based on the same things I said about Night of the Demons, campy, cheesy, but fun. Death and sex. Yeah, death and sex. All like, but it's fun. Do you so, like sex um, with death? Yes. The so fuck I off like, and die. Yeah. But I recommend <laughs> it just based solely on uh, just how fun of a movie it is. It is a horror comedy. It's definitely cheesy as all hell. 
the effects are like mixed. Some are good, some bad. You can tell probably had bu- budget issues. Yeah, yeah like yeah. A, like every horror movie of its time. Right, you know? right. I mean, like you think of like a movie like The Thing came out four years prior, and like look how good the effects are yeah. on that. But they yeah. can't yeah. even get like a bodysuit. Right. Yeah, a little more money though. Of course, you know yeah, that's, that's why the, I said the, the budget's budget got thing. a big yeah. big part to do with it. But I recommend it personally. I've always liked it. It's been a classic yeah. growing up, you know. Yeah, Jay, what do you think? You Absolutely know, not. Yeah, dog, total dog shit. <laughs> no, absolutely. I recommend this to anybody. I even recommend it to strangers on the street without yeah. even provocation. I'm just like, hey, you ever seen Return of the Living Dead? Go yeah. see it if you haven't. Fucking Watch Night it. of the Living Dead, the original. I don't. It, we we could go into Savini's remake in the ninety. It was 1990. He did the remake. 91, 90, 91. He did the remake. I think ninety of Night of the Living Dead. Yes, of Night yeah. of the Living Dead. It's been remade um, two or three times at this point. But watch the original. And then watch this because it's obviously, it's not a sequel, but they reference it. So if you want to get the whole concept, you can watch Reimagining, do it. All right. But yeah, I definitely recommend this movie. Uh, If you guys are interested in us, we're on social media. Follow us on Facebook, Vintage Burn Podcast. Same thing with Instagram, Vintage Burn Podcast. Please, by all means, if you have a recommendation, we had a recommendation from uh, one of our listeners. We're not going to talk about him. His name's C. Uh, last time, and we, we actually watched the movie last time that he had recommended, Night of the Demons, so if you guys have any recommendations, we're totally willing to watch your shit, okay? Vintageburnpodcast at gmail.com. We will respond. All you necrophiliacs and... What is it? Care what you wish for. Borophiliacs. Yeah, if you're out there, we want to hear from you. I, I mean, people would love to hear this shit. So please, like, subscribe... Just do us a favor. Don't be fucking lazy. You guys have to just give us a five-star review. Like, just say, like, good podcast. And that's it. But the more stars you give us, the higher that we climb on the charts. And then we can get our names out there. People don't want to listen to our shit if we have zero stars. So please, help us out, all right? Thank you for your support. And as always, when you hear the outro, intro, thank you, Mr. Keith McCoy in Ireland. All right? Slancha. We love you, brother. See ya. Send you to Instagram and then you. <laughs> <laughs>